0: What's up, guys? Welcome back to another Messy Mom Bun Monday. I'm here with my husband, Nick. Hello. And my dog, Leroy, because hello. You know, I've been gone for about a week, and he's been extremely clingy to the both of us. Anytime either one of us leaves the house, he's just, like, on it. But he's the sweetest pup. Um, So, as you know, this is going to be the last episode of my four-part series. And um, this episode is just going to be called like through the other side or something like that. I'll find an official name for it once I've actually re-listened to everything. So, um, and if you have any suggestions, go ahead and shoot me an email or go to my Facebook page and let me know. I'll totally take some ideas. But anyway, so we're going to go ahead and get started and just talk to my husband about kind of how he felt when he was going through the birthing process and um, right up before we left for the hospital so if you can jump in kind of really whenever you want babe as far as like your timeline you start when after i got induced you can do
1: at the Um, house wherever not gonna lie it's it's my first uh first time doing anything like this and i uh i'm gonna need a little bit more direction (laughs) just you point me in a direction i'll talk about it but uh
0: oh okay so oh that's that's fair that's totally fair um you know he sees me do this all the time but I always forget especially when I'm interviewing people um who I know really closely that sometimes it's not super easy or natural to just like talk into a microphone (laughs) when you're talking and so Leroy is like freaking out that Nick is talking into the microphone and all this stuff it's just really funny um, Alexander's asleep so we figured this would be the perfect time so I guess we'll just start um, when was your breaking point with everybody in our room
1: oh man well oh, that's probably one of the worst parts about everything I mean about everything I mean we're talking late night I need this and making me get up and go get something nine times in a row uh, tons of stuff that was um trying, but uh the room I I was I don't even know if they hadn't been important family members of hers I'd have been in a, in a mighty stabby kind of mood. <laughs> um, stabby joke. Yeah, of really. You know. Re re
0: re re. Insert uh, music here. <laughs> right.
1: Um, so I don't even know. It had been we knew we knew he was coming. Like days, days prior to him actually showing up. And... Um, Alexander. So, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, <clears throat> it had been it had been already sleep-deprived, working as many hours as I could. Um, I worked up until the day you popped.
0: Oh, uh, you know? yeah, that's true. You know, I yeah, had a day or two off. you were working like 12-hour days, too. You were yeah. working a lot. For you...
1: peanuts. Anyway. Yeah. I anyway, I digress. I digress. So... Um, I was already really, really tired, Um, and I was there, I was awake, the whole time she was awake, and then some, um, so I was exhausted, absolutely exhausted, and after we went to the hospital, got into our room, ran through the whole process, talked to nurses for hours, they were just seeing where she was at, waiting for the doctor, um, hours and hours and hours and hours and hours go by. So I'm, I am just, I'm beyond the point of exhaustion. Right. Um, I'm still awake. And, and this uh, was
0: how many doctors in?
1: Uh, well that was, I mean, we're, uh, I would say that was before the guy came or, oh, or, okay. or after, after the guy came rather after yeah. the, after the doctor that the scary doctor, right? was the, uh, the weirdo that had, you know, injured a family member of yours um he come was in. a weirdo too that Dude, was, that was yeah. weird as hell anyway my point being is there's there was a many many hours of uh just being awake and vigilant and making sure everything that you needed was taken care of and um then your aunt shows up or your aunt had been there your mom had been there she brought um your 10 year old what cousin no no Sister?
0: my stepsister stepsister 10 year
1: old sis- stepsister um into this very small birthing room um it wouldn't have been small if it had been me <laughs> and her
0: that's true no that's true yeah
1: but with uh, we
0: told people not her to her and too.
1: three adults and a child there was one couch and one chair and i had the Stool that the doctor sits on. Oh that's literally God, just yeah. the round seat. Yeah. So um, going on whatever, hour 36 or whatnot, being awake and uh, vigilant, uh, her mom and uh, her 10 year old sister lay down on this fold out couch. You that's I meant for you. <laughs> yeah, and then um, her aunt is sitting up in this like it. It was it like, was a reclining chair. Um, she offered that chair to me multiple times, but I just I was so angry with her mother. Right. I mean, and I get I get really angry when I'm tired anyway. Yeah, that's true. So if I'm tired, I'm already. You know what? Say some. It's like Say some.
0: Worse than being hangry. <laughs> you know when he's sleepy. It's oh, so my goodness. Don't poke the bear. Oh man, it's, <laughs>
1: it's so bad sometimes. Sometimes I'm just happy and smiling, and sometimes he's a... stabby. You know what I mean. Sometimes
0: he's a cranky bitch. it's uh, fine. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs>
1: Pretty much. Pretty much. So anyway, it was it was terrible. It was horrendous. I I regret not telling her that she couldn't come in. And it would have been well within my right. I just didn't want to upset right. Babe. You know, it was her first pregnancy. You know, her mom had just pulled her head out of her ass and decided to be a mom, and I didn't want to step all over that relationship that was building. You know, I don't, I, I don't feel too strongly about her mother, but
0: you can be uh, honest. She's uh, like kind of like, am I allowed? Like, I don't yeah. know. No, I'm it's who. Like, too- it's honest, that's all. My mom yeah. already says that you don't like her, so it's right. not like it really would come as a I surprise. really don't, I really
1: mainly, don't. Mainly because of what she's done to you in in your past, but the future hasn't proven to me. I mean, honestly, it's, it's been... It's been
0: getting better. Less bad. Less bad, which, yes, Nick is a see-it-to-believe-it kind of guy, so unless he sees, like, significant... It, there's a thing too my mom's very pushy you know she almost she was I'm kind of the same way sometimes um because I feel like I need people to like me she's the same way so she can get very annoying very quickly when um she really wants someone to like her she'll kind of like push you down your throat you know and um she won't let you not like her because she'll pity you into liking her because you would be like oh what I know you don't like me so, and, you know, I used to do that too. I used to be like, oh, sure, yeah, you don't like me. Oh, ha, ha, ha. thing
1: is, you know, just pity. So I get it. Pity for pity's sake doesn't doesn't work for me.
0: Right. Well, and I've never been someone who seeks pity, so we, I guess, differ there. But either way, I mean, all of us, as when it comes to in-laws, because let's be honest, I mean, how many of my listeners out there can they honestly say, Like, oh my God, I have the most incredible in-laws. And if you are someone like me who can say that I love my in-laws, then fucking high five to you sister. But I tell you, there's a lot more people on Nick's side on this one. And I bet a lot of you are shaking your heads and being like, "Mm mm-hmm, can't stand them. You know, like, and I try to tell my mom that. I try to be like, mom, it's okay for your in-laws, for Nick not to like you. Like, it's kind of a thing. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, it's, Nick does have a reason, though. It's
1: such a broad—I thought about it at one point, you know, for the first time. And it's such a broad thing for somebody to not like their in-laws. And I just—I don't know. I, I thought I needed to—I mean, I, I still suck it up <laughs> he on does. a, on he a does. lot of occasions, you know, and just go, you know how many people— suck it up on a (laughs) daily basis you know what I mean I may live I may have moved to the same town she lives in well not even close to 30 minutes away 30 minutes away from her but that does not mean I deal with her on a daily basis so really I could be much worse so I still suck it up quite a bit um you know and I don't know so anyway so that that hospital visit was terrible yeah, I right. Hated it. I mean, it was it well, was just it's good a lot. that
0: she was there though because she's the one who recognized the creepy doctor.
1: Right. I well, would have
0: never ever known and who knows would what never would have happened. Have known. Yeah. Yeah, and so that's probably the one big thing that we're like, okay.
1: Everything happens for a reason. Yeah. So. I mean she
0: did make a comment that really pissed me off after all was said and done. She had said, like, Oh, well, you know, Nick won't let me stay with you another night because and she was mad. She was like crying. And I was like, no, mom, no, you, I mind you, I was in labor for three days. So we had been with all of them for like three fucking days straight. And we were both done. We were both like, get out, please get out now. Like with, without trying to be rude, but we were both so tired, so tired. And yeah, oh yeah, you know what? This is a perfect time to transition into um, when you left, because after I popped out Alexander, you know, I had to stay and he had to go to the NICU, so you had to stay with him. So, like, you should talk about that experience, because I don't really know, you know, kind of what you went through.
1: Well, um, I went uh, straight. I followed Alexander once you gave birth. You were okay. They weighed him. They wiped him down. They didn't rinse him off or anything. They just wiped uh, wiped everything off. Um, got the measurements, weighed him, um, mm-hmm. and uh, then they took him off to the NICU. Uh, we went down there and they, you know, put him in the the incubator. It was the stand up one, so it was almost almost chest high. Oh wow! Um, where the baby was sitting, um, I felt like it was that tall anyway. <laughs> um, so uh, they were just getting, uh, you know, his vitals. They, um, they, pricked, uh, they pricked his feet twice uh, to get a blood sample. And uh, they, uh, they pricked his hand or something. They, they, they pricked both of his they, hands. They, they were they? Multiple, multiple pricks in. And it wasn't because, I it mean, was I, think, necessary. I think there were two tests. I do think there were two tests, but um, they messed up multiple times and didn't get enough blood so they had to prick him again and and these nurses are i mean they're laughing about it like oh yeah yeah you know more practice basically oh i'm gonna get more practice and i'm like what do you mean let me try does that mean you've never done this how many times have you done this oh but i think at that point they were trying to put in the the iv um it was the iv that that was really worrying me but they just they were. It was just this this little fun game to them, and I'm ready to knock these ladies out. Like, <laughs> stop stabbing my son and laughing about it. Like I'm. Oh, I
0: my, bet.
1: My first uh, uh, paternal instinct, my first emotion that I felt was anger towards these women. <laughs> were, you know, and obviously they're nurses, and and the medical field excites them, and you know I watch medical shows. Like I get. Where they're coming from, but in the moment, I'm just I'm so angry. Like, please, 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 touch him again. Like, and, and I'm,
0: like prick him one more time. And do see it. What do
1: it. I'm gonna prick you. I'm a prick right on your forehead, and I'm gonna laugh about it. <laughs> so, but yeah. anyway, so when when that all finally ended, we um, got him uh, uh, all wiped down, and you know, put a put a little teeny yeah. tiny diaper on him, and uh, oh. then uh, we hung out there for a while um i ended up leaving from there maybe an hour two hours after um we went there i went back down to see courtney and how she she was doing um now when i was in the NICU they'd asked me whether i wanted to you know let uh, me breastfeed or not no do you well no do you do you want to um do you want us to keep him overnight so you guys can get some sleep
0: oh yeah that's right and i'm like,
1: no. I'm like, no, I want my baby in my room right now. He's yeah, got his own bed. Yeah, you
0: did. You were so, like, almost offended that they no, even
1: tried right? to insinuate. Like, no. Oh,
0: I mean, my gosh. No,
1: no offense to anybody who takes those hours of sleep because, my goodness, right. I totally get it. I, I feel like
0: we got lucky.
1: what though. helped is I went through such a hardship with your mother and literally sitting on the stool for so long that I was just happy like to have my own bedroom, you know, and right right and your so own I was, tiny space. I was so elated that I was going to have that space with just me, you. I didn't want it to be without Alexander. So right. I I I you know, I insisted that he stayed with us and that was that was my favorite part right there Aww. was 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 those times cuz I just man, I I mean it didn't matter. I was just man, I I stopped feeling tired. The yeah, you was...
0: really fucking you were like a superhuman because I mean, you changed every diaper. Every time he was up and needed to breastfeed, you were like right next to me like, "Hey babe, what can I get you? Do you want me to get the nurse for your medicine?" Cuz I had to take the Percocets cuz it was so painful. Well, My that's... nipples were purple. Like, do you remember yeah. that? They were like cracked yeah. and bleeding. It was Yeah. It was horrible well, but i stuck it through
1: aside from the fact that a mini human just ripped his way out of you, you well, know?
0: He, actually i didn't rip remember i only got the one stitch
1: well okay i may have exaggerated <laughs> but i don't you know i don't i it's don't the think husband stitch i don't think there's a a minimum that you could say that that uh level of pain is so that's
0: true yeah yeah that's true but that was your favorite part
1: Yes, that was my favorite part about the hospital. Was it just me, you, and Alexander? He slept more than enough for me to get sleep. My only goal was to take care of him, and get sleep everywhere else.
0: He (laughs) slept so, and still to this day.
1: Yeah, the doctors and nurses kept telling us that we had to wake him up to feed him, and absolutely we did. But you know what? We didn't. I mean, there were there were times we he got. he got fed a couple hours later than what they had told us. Cause they said, was it every two or four hours or it was supposed like? to be
0: every four hours, four
1: hours. Yeah. And, and I mean, there were times we let him sleep six hours because he just, he was, he out. was
0: tired. Yeah. We couldn't get him to wake up. And you remember what they told us that they did, that they put water cause they took him away for mm-hmm. some reason. They took him to like,
1: it was one time. Yeah. They, they took him away.
0: Us. And then they told us that, uh, they they put water on him to wake him up. They're like, "Yeah, just just sprinkle like just spray him with the Perry bottle like some water to wake him up." And I was furious. Oh my gosh, I was freaking furious. I know you were upset too cuz you're like, "What did you do?"
1: Right. Well, I just I tried to hold it in. You
0: turned into like the best like like the poster child of dads because remember when the nurses come in The nurses would come in. They'd be like, oh, he's the best dad ever. He just is always there doing everything with Alexander. Like, they loved us in general because Alexander was a good baby. He's still a good baby. Dude, he's still such a good baby. We got so lucky. Oh. Beyond
1: my deserving.
0: Well, mine too. Shit. We are so... We lucked out, I tell you. But um, you know what? And... And uh, I'm so grateful that you were there to be with him because you know before everything happened, it was really stressful for both of us because we you know we found out he had ecogenetic bowel syndrome or so we thought and then we got a second opinion and then all that, I mean our pregnancy which and I say our because you know you oh my without you I would have just fallen right apart because <laughs> I mean you can tell I mean you could tell I mean in the very beginning. That was probably so difficult for you because we had just really started dating, and you had already proposed to me, and I told you I really wanted a baby, and we had just moved into this new house, and, um, you know, we had the miscarriage, and then, like, I guess you could explain kind of how you felt whenever we got Alexander's positive.
1: Well, I, I don't know. There was a level of excitement. Cannot be denied, you know. Right. despite my not wanting kids
0: right and I you know we had both talked about how I really wanted kids and you had said you know you're like my unicorn I didn't want kids until you did so you know we were excited to try and of course we had the miscarriage and that was really hard and, and stuff but uh, we got Alexander and everything kind of shifted because it was all like super real because we were getting the ultrasounds and stuff like that but the funny thing I think for you was that oh my gosh I was really needy like I was I was so needy like oh I'm like babe I need KFC mac and cheese or like will you go to the store and get me Slim Jim <laughs> like you know uh,
1: I yeah I mean you were you were definitely that um, but I don't, I don't feel like everybody is I just wanted to make the whole ordeal, more streamlined for everybody involved. And so, I mean, a happier you was a happier me in the end. So it was it was worth it. It was worth it. Aww. Plus, you were carrying my child. So then, you know, my son. Oh, so, he was strict. So, like, you, I don't know. I mean, yeah. You were strict. When it, when you it came, to, you when it came me... to eating. Yep. Yeah, oh, yeah. Absolutely. You need to eat. My son yeah. needs to eat. You were starving, my boy, right now.
0: Yeah, he was my backbone <laughs> for that, for sure. Because I'm like, no, I don't want to get fat. Like I'm just like, I'm like, no, I don't want to eat. And I was sick too. I was so nauseous. I'm like, fuck that. Yes. I'm not eating anything.
1: Definitely didn't feel well on top of everything, and I totally understood you not wanting to eat, and that's why I was so willing to do, uh, uh, you know, almost whatever, yeah, whenever. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's true. Because sometimes, most times, let's like- say. <laughs> Most times. I could be very um unreasonable. Like, you had just gone to KFC, and then I'd be like, well, could you go get me a slushie? And then you would go get me a slushie, but then I'd be like, oh, I forgot to tell you about the Slim Jims. And you're like, no, I'm not, you know? But that's after he's left the house, like, twice. So, you know, I'd say... I'd say you did pretty good. So I guess another big question is like, how would you handle my mood swings? Because I know that I was fucking crazy. <laughs> like, I know that I wasn't the easiest person to get along with only because I felt, because it was so irrational. Now that I've had the baby, now I know it's irrational, but. I guess I'm wondering, how did that feel on your side? Was it kind of like, I can't even argue with you because it's like arguing with the child. Like, you know, how how did that go as far as like the way that you would try to talk to me without like trying to hurt my feelings all at the same time?
1: Um, I guess mostly silent anger. So I would just hold it in and <laughs> uh, it would, uh, I would just swallow it and, and just do it. It was fine. I smoked a lot of cigarettes. You know, <laughs> I, mean, I used
0: to smoke too. So you smoked all my cigarettes. So you're smoking for two,
1: and yeah, I was eating for two. Probably literally, <laughs> not necessarily her eating for two. But junk food. She was, she was big on junk food. I would get her whatever, just because I would rather her <laughs> eat than not eat. But um, I don't sad. know. No, for, you know, for the most part, I just, I just thought about Alexander and. You know, it was just part of the process, you know. Uh, Growing up the way I did with uh, a strong mother who was both mother and father, basically, Um, she was amazing. Um, So I grew up with a deep love of women. So, I mean, for her to be in that level of pain and discomfort on a daily basis, just, uh, I mean, not just, but, you know, for our child, it just, I don't know. There was no, no question, no, no real worry, no real, no real anger. You know, there were times when I got frustrated, but, you know, again, I just, I, I ate it and, <laughs> and it did what needed to be done, I guess. I don't know. You
0: did. No, you did too. Cause we worked at the same restaurant too for a while and I was like pregnant at the restaurant and I, and you're like, don't live that. Don't do that. And but it was hard because, you know, I loved some of the people that we worked with, but some of the people that we also worked with were fucking lazy and they didn't care if I was lifting fucking racks of cups and doing racks of dishes and stuff like that. and breathing in all the crappy fucking water because we're not going to say where we worked because of course, you know, legal reasons, but, uh, I want to say that we did love our GM. She is amazing and is still one of my very good friends and Nick's very good friends. And she was pregnant at the same time I was pregnant, but, dude, she was fucking pregnant. She was huge. That was not like, working with me, like, seeing me working with my belly? Like, was it weird for
1: you? Uh, not really, no. It's just, it's a natural state of being, so it never was weird at any point. Um, But, I mean, like, As far as the lifting and stuff goes, you know, heaven forbid. I mean, I I mean, I if I were there at any point, you
0: were always helping.
1: You could. I mean, like I would do half of your side work. Yeah,
0: yeah, you did.
1: Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes I was too busy, but regardless, you know, any lifting, she could always come get me. She would always (laughs) come get me, and I can do it. Um, It's true,
0: and you always did. I'd be like, can you get the tees? Oh yeah, because I couldn't lift that shit. That shit's like 25 Uh, pounds. It's
1: it, yeah. I mean, it's not crazy, but it's more than than you should have been lifting. So, not a big deal. No, yeah, it we, wasn't a big deal did then. Did you
0: like working with me?
1: Uh, I do like working with you. You're a hard worker, Aww. and you're, and and you are good at what you do. Um, you know, I I think I'm a little bit more meticulous. Not a little bit. I'm a lot way more it. meticulous. Yeah. Like
0: <laughs> Obsession
1: worthy meticulous with uh, with how I work. Hundred um, percent. I show up a thousand percent ready for my day. You know, I've uh, I've adjusted and made made changes to accommodate things that may happen. Right. You know, so <laughs> yeah. that I'm in the best position to do my utmost at work, and it's really just more about my comfort. I'm gonna be totally honest. While I'm doing what I'm doing, so yeah. if I feel dumb, my night sucks. I mean, like, and a thousand, a million other reasons. Right. And it only takes one reason for me to for me to be thrown off. So Right. Uh I work so hard for my own comfort at work. Anyway, so you
0: Oh, okay. I like that.
1: You um you were always a hard worker, so you made things easier. I can count on you for a thousand things. Oh, know? yeah. And, uh, no, you're going to take care of your stuff anyway. Well, and- I could
0: count on you too, because I mean, we were never in the weeds because we were always helping each other if needed be. And we could be on opposite ends of the restaurant and know that like, oh shit, I can tell. Cause like we would do like loops to like check on each other. Right. And like, sometimes if I was short on ice, he knows that I can't lift the ice. So he would go get the ice for me. If I saw he was short on cups. I can lift cups, you know, I would go fill cups for him like it was it was cra- and people enjoyed working with us. I think it was just the lazy people that had a had a serious problem because they're like these people are outworking us.
1: Oh man. And I- she's pregnant. No, we, we don't even have to go or uh, have time to go into... I have time
0: to dive that deep yeah, into that situation.
1: The social dynamic of that particular shithole. Let's just
0: say it was a fucking restaurant. Restaurants uh, are yeah. all the same when it, it was, comes to the fucking... Well, that's not even true. No.
1: Because I've never
0: all. worked in a restaurant that was...
1: That was my... That was the...
0: That, yeah. The
1: least favorite restaurant. It wasn't because...
0: It wasn't because it was dirty.
1: I There wasn't money to be made. It wasn't because... Uh, you know what I mean? Even it wasn't
0: because the management was bad or anything. It was like strictly these horrible apples that were oh. just poisoning. I mean, it was it made. So it, then
1: you got your people that anyway. So we can't even right, we, we right. It's so anyway, deep. Anyway, so yeah,
0: another time, with, another time. With
1: my pregnant wife at work, it was fine. There were times when I did get upset. And I, I mean, I was upset so often anyway. I don't even know if they knew why I was upset, but I mean, I, it was definitely evident. It was, it was on my facial features. You could tell me when I'm happy and me when I'm not, it's, it's a, it's a blessing and a curse. Yeah, that's true. I'm good with people in person face to face because it's easy for me to be genuine. And when I'm, when I'm genuine, uh, I'm, very likable i can continue conversations with anyone yeah and uh when when i'm angry it's equally as evident (laughs)
0: that's very true and
1: equally as like my mom's like
0: why doesn't he like me that's how evident it
1: is (laughs) (laughs) she does it she does it in front of me sometimes yeah i just and i don't say anything because i i don't and it's 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 because of her it's because of who she is frankly who she was and who she is. It's tough to judge somebody on who they were because who I was was right. not a nice person. So um, Well, and
0: everybody has their past, you know.
1: You know, but, but I never would with my child. That's, I guess, my biggest yeah. difference. And I, I've not had a, a second leg to stand on um, until, I mean, like, I don't even know. I don't have a whole lot of, of a second leg to stand on right now. But my son is seven months in. He is, oh, yeah, so he is healthy. He is in the seventy-fifth percentile for at least for everything, right, for everything or higher. Yeah, you know what I mean. He is he is healthy. He is. He's about
0: to start walking at seven months old. A oh,
1: happy little boy, who has never known his mother or father to be gone out of his life. We are who he knows. He knows a few other people briefly you know family members included right you know but he knows us and that yes. he will always know us and we will always be in his life so when we get to that point i will have two legs to stand on and i will eventually i yeah. will eventually tell her mom about herself you know i mean it's not
0: in a mean way though cuz you got to remember their in-laws are in-laws but if they're toxic they're toxic but my mom and i's relationship It is getting better, you know, and until there comes a day where she, if she ever does what she had done to me in the past, well then by all means, you know, because toxicity is toxic, but family isn't blood. Family is who cares to, to be real with you and to be genuine with you. So I think she's working on that. And that being said, um, I'm, I'm just really happy that you're on the show.
1: I'm sure she's made great strides.
0: She has, she has. Well, I'm and you sure gotta remember Nick's did. mom, dude. This woman was. I mean, you could talk about your mom like. And how my mom was, she was
1: the most amazing woman on the face of the planet. Yeah. Forever and forever. I just I don't. There are so many things that I could talk about. How amazing my mother was. Uh, um. Never, never went a second without her. To the day she, you know, that she was in the hospital, or for, except for when she was in the hospital. She was amazing. She, had, she was the first exalted ruler at the Elks in the town we lived in. She was a first responder. She'd worked her way up to an intermediate paramedic um, and an EMT is the one after that, which is basically a doctor on wheels. Right. Um, she, uh, she was a real estate broker. Um, she ran a, a group called For Our Kids Uh, It was just uh, organizing events, sporting events and fundraisers and stuff for the people that needed it in the community, as well as keeping the kids safely entertained um, in a small town where there was nothing. Um, And and I can go on. And the list goes on and on and on and on. And um, the people she helped and the people she did stuff for without ever asking for anything. Anyway, so growing up with a mother like that. Right. And then then, um, having, you know you know a polar opposite you know it it it's tough for me to look past everything
0: right well and that's what i you know and and that's what i love about you too because you really know how to treat women you know and as much as you don't necessarily like my mom you you're not disrespectful to her and you know and that's just something to take away too because you really are a gentleman you were raised basically by women you know, your aunt, your grandmother, your grandfather, who is a wonderful man as well, who taught you to treat women with respect, you know, and you're such a direct reflection of how you were raised. And I think that's why we work so well, because that's all I've ever wanted. And so, you know, I'd never do anything to, to push that away. You know, I'd never do anything to hurt you in the sense of I would lose you someday. So it's just nice that, you know, we have this weird diversity that, you know, you can really bring me up and like, help me realize that I I can break the cycle. You know, I can break the chain because we are strong and, you know, we'll work through things. And your family is also very involved. They're very like, oh, if you have to go out for a week because you're doing gigs, give us a call and we'll fly to you and we'll nanny your child so that you guys don't even have to worry. You know, your family is a is so radically different than my family that I think that's why sometimes or a lot of times you almost are kind of like, ugh, like I don't even want to be a part. You know, not in a rude way towards me, but just in a like I don't – I've never really had to deal with that kind of thing because family means something very specific to me and my family, and this is not how family treats family, you know, so.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, it just – you know, the the family that I grew up with, their actions spoke volumes, you know. They were amazing on so many levels, every level. Um,
0: and still are.
1: To have, to, to go into something where uh, people, they just, I don't, I have friends treat me better than your family treats you. You know <laughs> random people you give me give me give me five hours in a city, and I'll go have conversations with people, and I will find somebody that will be a lifelong better friend than your family treats you so and then and my family blows any random person out of the water
0: right, oh well, yeah that's true you, you
1: know what I mean, so it's just it's so far removed from what I'm used to um I mean, I lived a a very colorful life and it and it led me down some you know paths that introduced me to some very colorful people and even those people were true to at least what they wanted you know yeah. i mean even if i mean even if i knew they were bs you know i can count on them for at least aiming towards that go with your mom she just and in a lot of your different family members for different other reasons it's not just your mom you know, right. um, all self-centered, all self-serving, you know, everything has a motive or an implication. It's not a genuine love. What do you need? What can I do for you? You know, right. it's, you know, I did this for you. Now I expect this. I'm going to throw it in your face or I'll never let you live it down right. or whatever the case may be. know.
0: Yeah. Right. Well, and, and, and. For any family members of mine who may be listening, you know, it is what it is. And that's how everything used to be, honestly. Used to be. Everything's changed a bit since I've grown older, too, because, you know, I, uh, we are not in each other's lives every day. Because we would literally all kill each other. (laughs) We don't get along. And that just is what it is. So, you know, it's not like Nick is, is saying, like, oh, I hate all of you. It's just more of... A, you know, he doesn't understand why certain things happened and that is totally fair and I support him on that. And honestly, now that I have a son, I think to myself a lot of the time, how in the fuck could you have ever said or done any of that to me? I mean, I'm a child, you know, a child or even a young adult. I mean, it's still your child. And so, yeah, I do have issues with how my family has treated me in the past and also how they've treated me currently. Um, uh, my mom honestly has been doing nothing but trying to rekindle our relationship and, and prove to me that she, <clears throat> that she has my be- best interest and really she has helped me out greatly and she is making moves, big strides in my eyes because I know what it was like before. And whereas Nick has only really ever known her in this part so he's kind of getting everything all at once and that's hard enough to digest on top of the fact that it's an in-law and most of the time you know people don't really like their in-laws so the the main thing I think to take away from this is that That's why podcasts like these exist. It's okay not to like your in-laws. It's okay to have issues with your family, but just know that you can totally break the chain. And that's what I'm going to do. And you know what? Maybe I'll have family members that are mad at me, but you know what? Those who care don't mind, and those who mind don't really care. You know, that's a real thing. So... That being said, babe, I'm so happy that you came on the show. I know it was your only day off and there were so many other things that you could have done today. And I know that the podcast is getting out late, but you know what, Alexander had doctor's appointments. We had to go to the grocery store. I've been making dinner for like hours cause I made some homemade spaghetti and we just spent some family time today, just hanging out and Nick spent some time playing some games with his friends and we just really enjoyed the day. And so for everybody who's been waiting to hear the messy mom bun Monday, we are so happy that you finally were able to tune in and listen to all of us and uh any last words nick do you want to talk about like how you're getting into sewing and misfits or anything or do you want to save that for another episode
1: Uh, we're gonna go with another episode oh yay another episode uh, man i fell right into that one yeah um
0: you could tell i used to do uh sales
1: (laughs) i don't want a car
0: yeah
1: no uh thanks for having me Oh, baby. And, uh, I love you
0: I love you alright well awesome well I love all of you guys too and I'm so thankful for all of you tuning in to another Messy Mom Bun Monday I hope to see you all next week and uh, I hope y'all just get your groove on this hump day Wednesday cause we got some exciting announcements